0: Hello everybody and welcome to the A1 Content Services Podcast. My name is John and today we're going to figure out how you can strengthen your SEO. Okay, so if you've been listening for the last couple of weeks, maybe a month now, we talked about how you can have a website built on WordPress, how Google My Business pages will help your business, and... How you can use PPC campaigns and SEO at the same time to boost traffic. And today I figured we would just take a few seconds and talk again about SEO um, or search engine optimization and how you can strengthen your SEO for your website. So now you have your website built, you have your social accounts, you have some content on your website and you're just kind of letting it soak into Google and you're trying to figure out what to do next. One of the best things about having a website is that you can create a simple uh, landing page uh, for services or whatever that you provide um, right on your website or right on your domain name, and you can use keywords that are related to your business for the content um, within that landing page. So the first thing is actually just creating the content that has your keywords in it um, to help Google realize that your website fits with those key terms that people are using to search for and one of the things that's not really talked about that much unless you're thinking of technical seo is the you know the site's authority within google and creating content based around your keywords that are relevant to your business uh, only helps google realize the authority you have um, to show your result based on a user search so creating content based around your keywords for your business and thinking of your target audience the whole time through the landing page creation is really going to benefit your website and really strengthen your SEO. And some people have a hard time coming up with keywords that are relevant to their business, but it really is something simple as going to Google and just starting to type in what you think you would type to find your business, whether it's in your local area or not. Um, If you have a plumbing company or you have a, a fish breeding service, you're gonna type those things into Google, and Google can actually suggest uh, keywords based on what people have already, you know, typed in to find those types of businesses. So, the autocomplete feature on Google Search is actually the first place I would go to find just a few. Uh, real simple keyword ideas for you to build a landing page around your business and around the keywords that you're trying to reach for in Google. It's very important to keep in mind that you don't want to stray too far from your main keywords for the content because um, Google will take that into consideration. I mean, if you're trying to stuff your content with keywords that aren't relevant to your business like people did 10 to 15 years ago, uh, just to get real simple Google traffic, um, it's going to throw a red flag on Google's algorithm and you're most likely not going to rank as high as you would um, if you did it the right way. So definitely use the white hat method and uh, do your research and keep the keywords close to your relevancy uh, on your business and you will definitely see the benefits of strengthening your SEO with the keywords. One of the nice things about uh, the keyword content um, SEO is that you don't have to use the keyword 100 million times in the page. You know try to throw it in once every other paragraph or at least two to three times for the entire page um, obviously the more that the keyword or a variance of that keyword is used, Google's gonna take that all into consideration while weighting the ranking for your landing page. So get out the thesaurus and really try to figure out a few different ways that you can say the same word or write the same word without using the exact same word in your content, that will also help. So it also kind of makes your content not seem like it was written by a robot, which is kind of nice. So the next little tidbit that we have to deal with is uh, for search engine optimization, Google wants you to have a specific URL structure on your website, and it doesn't have to be exact, but you know, we don't want a bunch of numbers and dates and stuff like that in your URL. We want the URL to kind of reflect um, with the content that's on the page. And that's why um, if you go back and listen to some of the things that makes WordPress great for websites, that system is built around the fact that all the URLs are created in a way that they're going to be friendly for SEO and for Google. So definitely consider using WordPress for your website. It just makes it that much easier and one less thing to have to worry about in the end when you're looking at like technical SEO. So if you want to know if your website has SEO friendly URLs right now, go ahead and just hit your website in a browser and click on one of your links, internal links, and see how it shows up in the address bar. If it shows mywebsite.com forward slash contact, forward slash, that's perfect. If it's mywebsite.com forward slash question mark and a bunch of numbers and those types of things, you definitely wanna take into consideration that that is not gonna work very well um, in Google's algorithm. Another thing to keep in mind is that you have internal URLs that you're using for links between pages or from, say, one page to your contact us form or one page to your video section or whatever it might be. You have links within the pages on your domain name and the way that those are formatted also make a difference. So you want to keep that in mind when you're building out the content for that landing page when you're trying to strengthen the SEO that Google is going to be able to use for ranking your site. Using an internal hyperlink to go between pages on your site, especially after you build your landing page, it's going to increase the click through rate that the user has on your page between pages. And Google's actually going to take that into consideration as well for your SEO rank. So, you know, you don't want to flood your entire content page with internal links, but you do want to make sure that you have a couple of them so that if people are still interested in reading additional content on your page or going to a contact form or finding directions to your store or whatever you want to have that link there for them to click so they can find the information they want move to it and continue what they were doing there in the first place an outbound link is exactly what it sounds like there will be a link on your site that's going to take the user off of your web page that's outbound and of course I know what you're thinking why do I want people to leave my website once they've gotten there but Google also takes that into consideration when you are linking out to higher authority websites now the beauty about linking out to other sites these days is you can create that link to open in a new tab or a new window so technically they didn't really leave your site Um, they did go to the they have the opportunity to now click on that window and go to the site but your window's still open, and it creates an opportunity for them to still go back and reread some of the content, or find a different link to click on. So don't feel like you can't use outbound links on your website. Just make sure that they open in a new window or a new tab, and go from there. I would say you know one outbound link per landing page is not that hard to come up with, and not that that bad. And you don't really have to do many more than that. Um, it's just kind of to show Google that you are also going to link to a higher authority um, websites that are also relevant to the keywords that you're using for your business. So it's not a bad thing at all. In fact, it's something you should consider or at least keep in mind. And inbound links is the third type of hyperlink that comes to your website. These are a little more difficult to attain because it requires reaching out to a website provider or a website owner and asking them to link to your page. Um, But that's really where having relevant content comes into play and, and allowing other people to link to it because it is that good. Um, for the user experience of the three different types of links I would say the inbound links is probably the lowest priority in the beginning uh, You're definitely going to want to have some sort of backlink uh, Strategy and we, I'm going to talk about that in a different episode But for right now, I would definitely work on having internal links And outbound links on your content just to get started So I think we're just going to take a real quick break And then right after that, I'm going to talk about how you can enhance the user experience on your page, um, the overall page speed, how to keep your website secure, and taking a look at some of the meta descriptions for SEO. So right after this little message, I will be right back. right we're back and thank you for listening to the sponsor of this episode Um, so right now i'm just going to go through the last few items that can uh, you can use to strengthen your seo for your website and ultimately create more organic traffic to your local business page Um, the next up is a, a user experience and most of the people are thinking well how the heck can I change the user experience on my website, I'll just build it, I'll have my links, I'll have my information, my phone number, a contact form and when the user gets there they'll know exactly what to do. Well, you should probably consider the fact that that is not exactly what's going to happen. Most of the users will get to the site and they're going to want to see exactly what they thought they were going to see when they came from Google. If they don't, they're clicking back and they're going to go to the next result. So it's very important to have your landing pages built in such a way that allows people to realize that they're on the landing page they want to see immediately. That might even just be as much as including a picture, um, a contact us form or button, some sort of call to action so that they can realize I was looking for a plumbing company in the area. When I got to this page, it says we are the plumbing company for your area and right there's a contact form or a phone number so they can continue their experience through your site and get what they needed. So that's just another thing to keep in mind while you're building out your content pages. Uh, When the person gets to your page, what are they seeing? Are they seeing what they want? And the more they click back, the more that's going to tell Google that your result is not something worth showing on their search results for people that are looking for your keywords. So keep that in mind, um almost build every single content page like it's your one page website. And and that's why it's easy to consider just you know having a home page and a couple different links to a contact form, but if you have a service based business ex- especially um building out a content page for every single different service that you do makes the most sense because Google doesn't send everybody directly to your home page and that's why each of those pages needs to look like a landing page within your website um, if someone's looking for a specific kind of roof for their for their business you're going to want to build a page for that not just you know send them to the homepage of you know roofers in your local area dot com and hope that they find the information they need before they contact you most of the time if they don't click back right away to Google they're going to be contacting you with all kinds of questions that you can actually have answered on your website and warming the customer up from Google search to contacting you before they do takes a lot of the questions out and actually puts them more in a, in a mindset to, to buy your service. So always keep that in mind. The landing page user experience has to be um, top-notch for Google to make sure that, that uh, your result is worth showing to the people searching for your business once you have a efficient user experience you're going to take a look at how fast your pages load and look on um, mobile devices look on your tablet look on a laptop on your desktop any different type of device that you can and really see how fast it loads 30 percent of the people that come to your page if they don't see the content they want loaded within seven seconds they're gone and you know ten percent of them are gone in two seconds so Having a page speed under three to four seconds is, is definitely something you want to keep in mind while building out the page. So you don't want a ton of heavy images that have to take time to load. You don't want a bunch of plugins on your WordPress site that have to load before the page content loads. There's a, actually plugins out there you can use that will help you Decrease those types of things that are happening and even compress the images you do have so that the page speed is even Tenths of a second faster and that makes a big difference Of course internet speed the person's device and all those things play a role, but Google knows that um, They want to know how fast your page is loading Depending on the device that's being used to see your website so Go to places like pingdom.com or, you know, page speed insights from Google and type in your URL and just see what you got. See how fast um, your page loads and see what kind of score it gives you and then just kind of pluck away at the items that they offer uh, suggestions for and as your page speed lowers second by second you will definitely see an uptick in traffic and moving on to keeping your website secure we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and in a little bit more in depth but uh, making sure you have an ssl certificate even if you're not selling anything at all on your website Google's gonna use that as um, a flagging factor as well, uh, just so that they know that you are keeping the user content that you do collect, whether it's even a small cookie or whatever, um, safe. And if you don't have that HTTPS in front of your web domain name, uh, Google's gonna use that as a ranking factor and kind of push you down the results, or it might even flag a, a, a person on Google saying, hey, this site's not secure, you know, Move forward at your own risk, and most of the time, people are going to click back. So, you definitely want to make sure that that's um, considered when you build your website. There's a ton of resources on Google or on YouTube for making sure you have your HTTPS uh, security certificate set up properly. So, just go ahead and um, do a quick search on that and, and most of the time in your one-click WordPress builds uh, that's already offered and it's not like you're paying 100 bucks a month for a certificate some web hosts actually throw that in the monthly fee so that you already have it considered because Google's making it a requirement so why not just offer it right off the bat moving on to the next thing that you can do to kind of strengthen your SEO because page engagement is is a big part of that um, we talked about adding your social media accounts once you have your business website built so definitely put the links to your Twitter account, your Facebook account, Pinterest, YouTube, whatever your Instagram account, whatever is relevant to your business and how you're going to use it. Definitely don't link to accounts that you don't are, that you're not active on. Um, so if someone goes to your Facebook page and they see one post every six months, that's not going to be any benefit to you. Um, but if you're active on Twitter or YouTube or whatever, definitely add those links within your page so people can also connect with you in other ways. Because a lot of times. And building out that big spider web um, for the people to constantly be coming back to your website is definitely well worth it and um, the page engagement alone is, is a great way to to put a little boost behind your local SEO another thing to keep in mind is that most of your traffic is going to be mobile users depending on the age and uh, you definitely want to be sure that your website is mobile friendly so it should be responsive it should look the same or similar. On a mobile device versus a desktop so that people have the same kind of user experience Uh, there's plenty of places online that you can check to make sure that your website is actually you know looks good on a mobile device and since 73 percent 75 percent of the world you know basically has some kind of smartphone uh, you want to make sure that the images are showing up right your menu the contact info Um, again just go back to that user experience and make sure that You know, there's not a lot of things they have to kind of look around for when they get to your website on a mobile device. Um, That's definitely going to increase your SEO and decrease the people clicking back to Google, which, again, is a flag for Google to rank your site even higher. So the last thing I want to talk about is um, the meta descriptions, your excerpts, your image alt tags. Google does take these all into consideration for your SEO ranking and your authority and all that kind of stuff and for being able to get some more click-throughs within your site um, having good meta descriptions that show up in Google and excerpts that kinda tell people what the page is about before they even click on it are very valuable Um, and then you know alt alt image tags um, is really good for Google to kinda you know your images into a database based on your keywords. Now, it's not another place where you can just stuff a bunch of keywords that aren't relevant to your business. Keep the alt tags relevant to the picture and your business at the same time. And don't feel bad about, you know, making it a three or four word alt tag just to kind of describe what it is and, um, you know, how Google can throw that into the database. Um, The alt tags are also going to come into a factor when you're looking at web usability and you know the web usability standards are changing and you know they want people with possible disabilities to be able to still find the content on your site so being able to do that is another flag for Google Google to say okay this site's compliant uh, let's definitely show it to somebody you know so the probably the most important thing is the meta descriptions and then as you're building out your content pages each of those pages has a, a possibility of having a different meta description so go ahead you know in hundred and sixty or so characters describe what the page is about so that when people search for it and it shows up in Google um, if they take the time to read it they can kinda get an idea of what they expect before they get to your page and that's another place where you can also see the user experience kind of fail is if the meta description is empty or it's generated automatically or it's not relevant to the page if there's a lot of copy and pasting going on people click through to the site expecting to see one thing and they don't see a relevant type of web page based on that meta description and they click back That's a big flag for Google so That's another place you have to keep in mind to just kind of keep all the information relevant on the same parallel and it goes into user experience as well. So all of that in one is going to create the best SEO or search engine optimization for your website and really kind of strengthen the website as a whole, the user experience as a whole, and it's going to make Google happy and then you're going to get more organic traffic without a doubt. Okay, so I think that's it for this episode of the A1 Content Services Podcast. We talked about a few things to strengthen your SEO on your website. And I'd like to continue the discussion um, on Twitter. You can find me at A1Content. Facebook is the same. I'll leave all the social links below. And of course, if you got something out of this podcast, um, leave a comment on my Facebook page or send me a voice memo. You can do that um, in the description. You can also leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, which also helps my podcast grow a little bit and gives me an opportunity to see what you guys think and uh, and, and continue that discussion. So, uh, thanks again for listening, and I will see you next week.